Hot 1027. Good morning, beautiful people of God. You're listening to Sunrise Bashona on Hot 1027. It's wonderful to be back with you again. I'm wondering how you all are on this Sunday morning after the beautiful rain we've had in Johannesburg. One of the things that, of course, happens when we have rain is that the garden comes to life. And in the Garden of Remembrance at church, we've cut back the lavender that had grown out of control over the last four years and actually moved it. My, my instinct was that it probably wouldn't continue to grow because we cut back a lot. But much to my amazement, on Sunday as I was taking the service, I looked around and there were these beautiful soft shoots, new shoots, green shoots on all the lavender bushes. And it reminded me perhaps of what happens um, and what has happened to us through COVID, where we were all doing our own thing like that lavender and some of us were a bit woody. And then COVID came and literally stopped us in our tracks. And I'm hoping that as we start to come out now, as we're moving into lockdown level one, adjusted level one, that um, we will be aware of what we've been through and that we will have changed the way we are and that we will have new um, growth within us, new fresh shoots growing, if you like, and we will have changed the way in which we did behave before. Today, I'm going to be looking at Luke 10, and I want to read it to you now. So Luke 10, we we catch up with Jesus, and it says, Now after this, the Lord chose and appointed 70 others and sent them out ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was to come. And he said to them, The harvest indeed is abundant, but the farmhands are few. Pray, therefore, the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no provisions bag, no sandals. Refrain from saluting and wishing anyone well along the way. Whatever house you enter first, um, say peace to this household. And if anyone of peace and blessedness is there, the peace and blessedness you wish shall come upon him. But if not, it shall come back to you. And stay in that house, eating and drinking what they provide, for the labourer is worthy of his wages. Do not keep moving from house to house. And it ends, whenever you go into a town and they receive and accept and welcome you, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God has come close to you. But whenever you go into a town and they do not receive and accept and welcome you, go out into the streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to our feet we are wiping off against you. Yet know and understand this, the kingdom of God has come near you. So let's unpack this a bit. The first point I want to make is that Jesus sent 70 others. We often just think of the 12 and focus on the 12, but there were lots of other disciples around. And we must always remember that. So Jesus sent out 70. And if like myself, you like to work as part of a team, it's quite comforting to know there was a much bigger group. So Jesus sends these 70 out and he sends them out two by two. Now, often when I do a wedding, I quote Ecclesiastes 4, 9 to 12, where it says that two are better than one because they have a more satisfying reward for their labor. And if one falls, the other will lift them up. It's not good to be alone because there's no one to lift you up if you fall. If two lie down together, they keep each other warm. If someone comes against you, if someone attacks you, you are much stronger if there are two of you. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Now use that at weddings and look at how two are much better than one and much stronger together and that I always tell them that the Lord is the third fold in that cord and will bind them together. 
Now, going back to Jesus, it seems Jesus draws on this old wisdom, if you like, by sending people out two by two. Obviously, he's not expecting the disciples to lie together, but they can support and help each other, comfort and strengthen each other. And what would be a difficult mission becomes much more doable because they have each other. Now on Hot 1027, in Christ alone, enjoy. Hot 1027. In Christ alone on Hot 1027, good morning. You're listening to Reverend Shona from St. Mark's Anglican Church. It's wonderful to be with you. And if you've just joined us, we're looking at Luke chapter 10, Jesus sending out the 70. And I've looked at how he sends them out two by two. And then we read that he sends them to every town and place ahead of him. Jesus said that the harvest was abundant but the the people were few and therefore we need to pray for more laborers and he tells them that he sends them out like lambs into the midst of wolves not very comforting words for them so what we see here is that Jesus is sending them out to prepare the way for him at least that's how I see it and he wants the people that he's going to go and see to be ready to receive him when he comes to that town so they go and prepare the way and when Jesus comes they're ready to hear and receive what Jesus brings to them. And he will know where the most fertile ground is on it because he will know where the disciples were received with favor and where they had to shake the dust off their feet and leave. Now what I think is this, is that they would go back and report to Jesus what towns were open to hearing from him because we need to remember that Jesus' time is limited. He only had those three years of ministry, so his limited time. So he needs to go where he would be most well received. Now what about us? I really believe in team ministry. Two by two is much better, and I've often said that if we're doing healing ministry, I believe there should always be two people laying hands on the person so that no one can say that person is the healer, because of course God is the healer, not the person. If there are two of you, they won't know, um, and it's much, it's much better to do team ministry. We do help each other. I've discovered that, and literally, if one falls, there's another one to help you up. But what I also see is that we call to take the good news to everyone, not just the people we like. If they're open, they will receive Jesus, not through anything we do, but through the grace and power of God. I'm not comfortable, though, washing my hands of anyone shaking the dust off my feet, because then our time here is not limited. Jesus is already present and present with us for all eternity. Jesus warns them and us that there will be people who come against them and us because of the good news. And I think that is even more reason to belong to a team and be part of a team where we can comfort each other and lift each other up. Some people tell me they don't need other Christians, they are fine alone at home. And I think right from the start, Jesus worked in a team and had a team of people around him. Even if he was the team leader, he still had disciples around him. And we are much stronger and safer in a team and much more effective. And I find that I grow much more when I'm in a team. Next, Jesus says, carry no purse, no provisions, no sandals. Don't waste time on your journey greeting people. Just go on your mission and do what I'm asking you to do. And again, it's this indication that time was precious to Jesus. And maybe he's saying it's not so important to take things with you, much more important to look at who is on the journey with you. Now, I think that still applies to us today. And I'm going to ask you, who is journeying with you on your spiritual journey? Who are your spiritual partners? Who are your friends? It's very important for us to be with the right people if we want to grow in the love and grace of God. Now on the mighty hot 1027, light of the world. And of course, Jesus is the light of the world. Enjoy. Hot 1027. Light of the world on Hot 1027. This is Reverend Shona, and you're listening to Sunrise with Shona. 
Welcome if you've just joined us. We've looked at Luke chapter 10, where Jesus sends out the 70, two by two, to go ahead of him and prepare the way for him before he comes to those towns. Now I'm picking up from verse 6. So they have to go ahead of Jesus all over and take nothing with them. Now when you enter home, Jesus says to him, the first thing you say is, peace to this household. Now let's look at peace. What is peace? Post-resurrection, Jesus also greets the disciples with peace. So peace is really important for Jesus and really important for us. And for me, peace is freedom from all that may distress us or cause us anxiety or worry and sleepless nights. In spite of our circumstances, so it's not always that the circumstances change, but we have that peace of God that passes all understanding. It is being set free. Anyone who's been awake at three in the morning or tossing and turning knows the value of peace. And that is the first thing the disciples must do, bring peace to that household. And maybe we should be doing the same. I was thinking about it. Maybe when I go into a household of my friends who are Christians, maybe instead of saying, hi, how are you? The first thing I should do is actually say peace to you and then greet them. Not always allowed. We don't always have to do it aloud. But I think we should actually think about doing it. The disciples did, and so maybe should we. Then Jesus says an interesting thing. If the people there are godly, if they are open, they will receive those blessings that come upon them and that peace. If they are not, that peace will return to you. And I wonder how many of you have had that experience where you've prayed for someone and you feel like you're praying um, against a solid wall and, and it's not going anywhere. And of course, that's not you. That's God's work. And perhaps they are closed to what you're praying for them. I think that's what Jesus is talking about. So you could offer them peace, but if they're not ready to receive it, it comes back to you. And it is hard for us sometimes. It's sometimes hard for us to receive because we don't feel worthy. Or we don't actually want to receive, we want to always give back. Now as a rector, I, I've learned that you need to receive graciously. I was given a lecture actually by someone who said that if you don't open yourself up to receive, then you're not going to have people who are open to receive from you. Because part of it is actually that people want the gift of giving back to you. So when we're open to God's messengers, when we're open to God, healing will follow. And Jesus says, if they welcome you, receive from them. In other words, let them support you, but heal the sick and say the kingdom of God has come close to you. So just a question and one for me too. Do you feel that people feel the kingdom of God when they come, when they encounter you, when they come close to you. What um, are you bringing to them? Are you bringing that peace and love of God within you and do they feel it? Because they should feel it. And if they're not feeling it, then we need to spend more time with God before we go out to other people. Um, are they really encountering the kingdom of God when they encounter you? And one of my prayers is always, Lord, change me. Not Lord, change other people. Lord, change me more and more into your image and likeness so that people can feel you when they feel, when they feel me, when I'm present in their company. So let's work this week on being empowered by God, changed more and more into the image and likeness of God, and taking that peace out into the world, especially as we move to this adjusted level one. Please keep safe. Remember to wear your mask. May God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. To wrap up this morning, as the deer pants for the water, and my life is in you, Lord. Have a wonderful week. Heart 1027.